Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? I am so excited that you hopped into this episode on delegation. If for some reason you missed Monday's growth nugget on this theme for the week of delegation, make sure you pause it, go listen to that one, and then come to this one. Uh, This week in particular, the episodes will seem to kind of build on each other. And so I really want you to get a good grasp for, hey, this is what I need to be thinking through. If I have these two things, then I need to start delegating whatever task it is. And I also gave you some practical takeaways, how you can begin delegating and getting feedback loops in place so that you can start today. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about five principles that will help you delegate more effectively. Before we do that, let's jump into a couple big shout outs, a couple big thank yous. All right. So we are, we're pretty thin on some reviews here lately for, for the old podcast but I do want to give a shout out to two recent reviews. Um, first, we've got a review. Uh, it just says very high yield. Excellent advice um, on running your business. Britt's podcast is excellent. His podcast tackles many critical aspects of running small business. Much of what he covers are the intangibles that are so important to success from hiring, termination, to communication, to making solid financial decisions. It's all very high yield. I really like the emphasis also on measuring success, setting realistic expectations, and having goal-oriented strategy. I've learned a lot from the podcast. Well, buddy, I, I appreciate it, man. And I'm, I'm trying to give you a podcast, but your name is not in here. So if you're listening to this and that was your review, hit me up on Instagram at Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. DM me. Let me know who that was so I can give you a shout out. All right, next one comes from Eric Wallywop. Best lawn care business podcast. Super knowledgeable, humble, and upbeat, making every episode interesting and educational. If you're looking for a podcast to help grow your business, this guy has some of the best advice I've heard on these topics. Shout out to Britt and Sean. Not who Sean is. Keep it up, y'all. Eric M. Landscape and Lighting Solutions of Georgia. I think he's probably, when he says Sean, he's probably meaning Zach. The People CFO or Chase Adia, hopefully. Anyways, guys, um, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would just take a quick second, go over, leave a five-star rating and review. If you think we're less than five stars, but still think we're decent, leave that review nonetheless. So, um, all right, before we jump into this episode, we're going to hear from our show sponsor real quick, and then we will dive deep on delegation. Hey guys, just wanted to take a quick second here and see if you guys are going to the GIE Expo, Green Industry Expo in Louisville, Kentucky, Louisville, Louisville, however you say it, it's going down. It's going to be twice as good. Last year was a bust because of COVID and they're coming back better than ever. I'm going to be there. The lawn care leaders are going to be out in full force at the GIE Expo. We're super excited about it, guys. Hey, if you are going, we have an opportunity to give you a discount. GIE and the staff out there has been nice enough to give us a 50% discount code. So if you're already gonna buy tickets, use the referral code. You can plug it in manually at the checkout and just use BRIT, that's B-R-I-T-T, 
Or if I was you, it's way easier. Just go to the show notes. We have a link in the show notes. If you purchase your tickets through that link, you will automatically get a 50% discount. So if you're going anyways, might as well get a discount. And uh, we appreciate you guys supporting the GIE Expo, supporting the Lawn Care Leaders brand. And we are excited to see you out there in October in Louisville, Kentucky. All right, here we go. Five principles that will help you delegate more effectively. Number one is a shared vision. And as you guys first start to delegate tasks and responsibilities in your business, you, you just kind of like, you have this, this sense of fear, this, like, I'm worried about the unknown, this fear of the unknown. And, and you're worried that like, whenever you hand something off, the team member is not going to be able to handle it. And if you do hand it off, you're worried that whenever they complete the job, deep down, you're worried that they're going to give you more problems than, than you would have if you would have just gone out and completed the task. So here's what I'm going to tell you is if you can go ahead and with this team member, if, if they know the direction that you're heading, that can change the entire game. And it's not, it's not whenever you share this vision, like, hey, buddy, here's where we're going. We're going to add this many mowing accounts. And I need you to do this. When, when you share the vision of where your company is heading, it does not mean that this person is going to do things exactly how you would. It, but what it does mean is that they're going to have the best of intentions. If somebody knows where you're going, a couple things happen. Number one is they're going to be able to attach themselves to this. Okay, am I on board or am I, or am I off? And number two is it's going to be very easy to f- see, hey, did they hit the mark? You can hold them accountable. Hey, you didn't hit the mark or you did hit the mark. And then also for them, they're going to be able to see as well, hey, this is where Britt wanted me to head. This was the vision we were going towards. This was the sales goal. And this is where I'm at currently. But if they don't share that vision, it's going to be hard for them to to start to get these delegations right. Whenever you delegate a task, if they don't share in the vision, they're going to struggle. So make sure that you guys are crystal clear on where you're headed because it assures that your team is at all times trying to point all results towards this vision. People that buy into your vision are much easier to lead and coach than people that are simply there to perform a task. Number two, remember guys, we're talking five principles to delegate more effectively is a desired outcome, right? So this person that you are choosing to delegate to, they now know the high level picture, but it is now up to you to share the desired outcome of this task that you're delegating. This is hard for me as a business owner because oftentimes I feel the outcome is just like it's self-explanatory. But even so, you have to be super, super specific on the outcome. You have to be specific on the outcome that you would like to see from this, this task. If you don't know the outcome that you want, the directions and instructions and guidance that you give are going to be vague, fuzzy, and there's going to be this gray space. And I think you guys know this feeling. Like you know that, hey, I need to delegate email communication. 
but you haven't really written down or come up with any standard operating procedures for when you hand this off, here's the desired outcome that we would want. And so what happens is you cook up these situations in your mind, you, you cook up these circumstances that, oh, well, they're not going to handle it the way I would want, but yet you have not verbalized the desired outcome that you, that you actually want. And so then you just have this loose, fuzzy idea of the task in your heads and you start to just kind of feel this disconnect, this disconnect with the other person. And, and that level of fear that you guys feel whenever you delegate that task, that is actually healthy fear. Oh, I'm scared to delegate. But I jump into your business and I see you haven't listed out the outcome that you want. Well, that, that fear is... Like that's rational fear. That's healthy fear. You need to, you need to go and fix that. All right. So number one, share the vision with them. That way they have the best of intentions. Number two, they need to know the desired outcome. All right. That way the details aren't, aren't, aren't fuzzy. Number three, guys, this, this is a biggie. This is a, this is a big boy. All right. You, just got to, you guys are just got to grin and bear this one. Cause I'm fixing a tattoo. Number three, all up and down your lawn care arms, all right? Slow down is number three. Great owners use early delegation as a tool to empower their business, not as a last-ditch effort to provide sanity or to keep up with demand, let alone to scale a company. This is not some sort of last-ditch effort. Oh, I just need to start delegating stuff off my plate. Billy, I got freaking work up to my eyeballs. I need somebody to come over here and just do this moment for me. Billy, I got somebody that's just, I just need to get somebody answering these emails. <laughs> I'm starting to sound like a preacher that I used to grow up listening to. Hallelujah. So slow down. Slow down. Waiting too long to delegate. So if you don't slow down, what will happen is you have waited too long to delegate and it doesn't leave you any margin to make great business moves. So you find yourself in this continual loop of panic mode. And while you're in panic mode, it's what, what happens? What happens when you're in panic mode? So you're going, going quick. You never take a chance, a moment to slow down and work on the important but not urgent things. So as you're going quick, what happens? You lose margin. And so as you get to get pinched, you feel this panic mode and then you start to get scared and then you start to react. And the moment you become reactionary rather than actionary and intentional, the moment you become reactionary, your fear-based decisions get worse and worse and worse. And so isn't that funny? We're moving at this continual cycle during spring rush. We're moving at this frantic pace, yet the faster we go, in our minds, the more we think we're getting done. Yet we, guys, we are finite. There's only so much we can do. So we think, go, 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 faster, faster, faster. We're gonna get more and more done. And yet that's not what happens. We grind ourselves into this hole. Right? Picture, picture going down to the bottom of Miss Jones's hill and every single person in the freaking Midwest has gotten rain and your wheels start to spin. What's, what's the worst thing you can do? Put on the gas and just ball the tires and 
rub that sucker right into the three-way fescue so that it doesn't even budge. That's what we're talking about here. There's a time to finesse this delegation stuff. You can't, you can't just grind everything out as the business owner because everything is on you. So you got to slow down. I know you're doing a billion different things and you have all these different ideas and thoughts pulling at you from different directions. But you have to, as the owner, you have to have to, you have to slow down long enough to identify your priorities and figure out the most efficient and effective way to complete the task in front of you. This is what's crazy, guys. Every single person on earth gets the same amount of time. And so why does one guy over here get more done, make more money, be more productive than one guy on the other side? It's because he's more efficient. He's more effective. He's figured out a way to automate, delegate, or delete. And today we're sitting with delegation. He's figured out a way to delegate better than you. You've got to look into that. I just talked about, hey, slow down, identify priorities, right? Yeah, that's your responsibility as the owner. Slow down, identify what's a priority and what's not. Is mowing a priority? Or is it just nice to have a checklist? Have I created this as a priority and really my business is to the point where I need to put somebody else on the mowing route and delegate, right? Put somebody else on the mowing route and then go focus on a priority. Well, make sure you make that decision well ahead of time so you're out in front of this issue. So you have margin to train properly to make sure that you fill all the gaps for them, right? What was the first thing we said? To make sure you have time to share the vision. Make sure you have time to share the desired outcome. You have to slow down to be able to do this. So identifying your priorities, I keep going back to this. Go back, listen to episode 248 and number 249 and you can figure out... um, just how to identify your priorities. Um, On on those two episodes, uh, I feel like we do a pretty decent job of unpacking some some practical ways to identify priorities. We go over um, what's called the grade at tool. What are you great at? What are you bad at? Identifying priorities. We also go over, again, the important versus not important matrix. So take a look at that, guys. Um, I think that's going to be very beneficial. All right, we've got two more. Um, before we jump into these, we're going to hear from another quick show sponsor, and then we will get back to it. Hey, guys, I just wanted to hop in here before we continue the rest of the show and tell you about Lawn Care Leaders. All right, so you guys know, obviously, you've been listening to the podcast, you've heard what we're about, but our mission is being fulfilled in other ways outside the podcast. If you guys are listening to this and you're getting value, but you know deep down there's still a couple problems that you need answers to. You're wondering, am I making the right decisions? And as you grow and as you scale and as you're hiring that next person, bringing on more clients, the weight on your shoulders as an owner just gets heavier and heavier. And so what we've built is this coaching and community platform to help carry some of that burden to help be somebody that you can go to as a resource, to brain dump information, to troubleshoot. 
And how are we doing this? We've got a couple different options. Number one, for just 125 bucks, you get access to our entire community. So it's like this internal group of people that really want to care and grow and learn and be leaders. It's just us. There's no flack. There's no buddy in a Facebook group being a jerk or some like some smart crap comment. He's not in there because it's people that we filter. It's people that we know. It's people that are trying to grow. And so we get to learn and grow together as a part of this community. Along with that, there's already 60 plus lessons in there going over leadership, sales, hiring and growing your team, how to cast vision, how to build rapport, how to build trust. It is a massive amount of lessons in there already. And on top of that, we just launched our lawn program video lesson. Guys, this is huge. It teaches you exactly how to start from scratch on your own fertilizing and weed control program. And I actually give you the concoctions that we use in our apps at Green Again Lawn. That's on there. It's only 125 bucks for you to get started on that tier one. If you're like, hey, that's great. I want all that and more. We also do coaching and that's our tier two. That comes with once a month coaching call with myself, once a month with Zach. And if you guys are like, this is great, but I need even more. My business is growing and scaling. I'm making decisions about, should I get another truck? Should I hire three more guys? Should I get a shop? I'm losing touch with my numbers. That's where the tier three comes involved. That's where we get the people CFO, Zach involved, and you're going to be get, getting monthly financial reporting. This monthly financial reporting is a massive spreadsheet build out that shows you cash on hand. It shows your cash flow. It gives you your profit and loss statement, shows wages. It's going to break everything down, itemize it, categorize it into buckets so that we can talk about it. We'll pinpoint where your problem is, what decision you need to make moving forward. So go over, check it out. It's lawncareleaders.com. We're super excited about this. We're already helping a ton of you business owners out there. And we want to continue to grow this so that we can help you stop working a job, start owning a business, and enjoy having a life. Appreciate you guys listening to this. Let's get back to the show. All righty. We are on number four out of the five principles that will help you delegate more effectively. Number four, I think this is really one of the most practical ones on here. If you get nothing else, but you start to implement this, I think it'll be nice just from a leadership perspective to see the growth um, or lack thereof within, within your team. And it's really nice when you do this. It's, it's kind of like a, uh, I always love this idea of forced scarcity. You know, I love the idea of fasting. It's, it's forced scarcity on your body. I love the idea of bank allocations and, and your business have, having to survive off of a certain percentage rather than, than the entire income. I just love the idea of forced scarcity. Uh, and it's kind of what this, I mean, it's, it's a little bit of a jump, but it's kind of what this micro delegation does is it forces your business to operate in a way that it wasn't before. It forces your business sometimes to have scarce resources or to have somebody in a little more vulnerable role where they're not used to. So this is the idea of micro delegation. If you trust this person, but you're still wanting them to kind of prove their competency. Remember that this is why I said, go back to the first podcast. I told you trust and competency. Once they have those two, then you need to start delegating. But if you're still wanting them to prove competency, 
implement micro delegation. And these are just, they're small responsibilities that you can hand off to them. Things that will, it's not going to cause huge issues if they're mishandled, but it will allow time for you to continue to train and give them some room to prove themselves. This could be one of the biggest assets when developing both trust and competency, actually. So this is nice, guys, because it can be things like, hey, you're going you're gonna to take over inventory or, hey, you're going to take over sharpening the, the mower blades um, or, hey, uh, Billy, why don't we've been picking on Billy today? So this is fun. Hey, Billy, why don't you come over here? Watch me do the schedule for a couple days. And then I, I want you to schedule the mowing route um, for, for this zone right here. And I want you to do it every week. Um, you obviously are going to set up some feedback, which we'll talk about here in a second, but take over that. And if the ball is dropped, it's, it's something that is, you know, it's not, it's not a major ordeal. It could be repairs and maintenance, could be routine truck cleaning. For us, we utilize this a lot on the rainy day schedule. Number one, I hate the rainy day. <laughs> uh, Tiago and I, like one of our least favorite things about this entire job, this entire industry is rainy days and the rainy day schedule. <laughs> so inevitably it's, it's one of the first things we delegate. But it is fun to see like who steps up, how they do, what was the feedback from the guys with this other guy trying to rally everybody to, to get a certain task done. It's a really good micro delegation tool that we use constantly. And I'm sure you guys can think of at least 10 things offhand that are micro delegation. And if you can't, one, you're a control freak, or two, you have an ego. So you need to check both of those at the door and start to be like, hey, um, run, run this product over here. Or, hey, uh, I need you to pick up product every Friday. Or, hey, I need you to see... Um, if we've got the right amount of landscape supplies for each job after we close it, after it's scheduled, I need you to go through and, and this is a new responsibility for you. All right. So it is some extra responsibility, but it's nothing where, you know, you're, you're hurting really bad as a company if they drop the ball a little bit. Make sure though, make sure that as they do this, you're giving feedback you're helping them learn and grow. Because remember, the goal of this micro-delegation is for them to prove competency. And if they're lacking in some area, it's your responsibility as the owner to raise them up, train them, figure out how they can do better the next time. It is not a time for you to go around and try to whip somebody into shape and make a mountain out of a molehill. My mom used to always say that. Don't make a mountain out of a molehill. Right, So this is a micro delegation. You've given it to them because it's a small task. So don't make a big deal about it in front of the entire team when they screw it up because do you think they're going to want to take on more responsibilities the next time? No, I wouldn't. They're like, but just hide me in the corner, give me my paycheck, I'll be out of here by Friday, don't worry. No, make sure that you're giving positive feedback. Now, hold them accountable but go to them one-on-one -on -one and really try to get them to learn and grow. The goal here, guys, is what? The theme is delegation. The theme is not to prove your competency as an owner. If you were so competent as an owner, you would already have people on your team that had tasks delegated to them that created margin for you to go and capitalize on opportunity cost and you to be doing the most expensive job in the room at all times. 
but that's not happening. And so that's what you're, that's the goal. All right, I went off on that tangent just a little bit because I know that you guys are going to do that. I know there's going to be some people here that start to delegate and they're like, oh, freaking Billy can't even, he can't even freaking weed eat the way I want him to weed eat. He can't even do this. So you're going to ream him out. That's on you, bud. Number one, you hired him. Number two, you trained him or you didn't. Still your fault. Number three, you're not giving him proper feedback or you're not holding him accountable. Make sure that it's not your fault. Make sure that it's not your ego. And make sure that you don't want to prove your competency as an owner as you begin to delegate. Ooh, I mean, that could be an entire week on its own. I've seen so many people, actually, buddy that I bought my first business from, all right, we'll say the dude's name was, um, say the name was, dude's name was Billy. <laughs> you got to guess that. Say the dude's name was Billy. He tried to make everything so complicated to make himself look better, to make himself isolated as an owner, to make it look like he was the only one that can do that. Now, that might be a good tactic when you're selling to a homeowner. Oh, hey, I like this technical skill is hard. You got to put it down at the right time. You've got to know all this. But when you're trying to scale a company, do you think that's a good tactic? to make it seem like everything that you do is so hard. And there might be some stuff that is hard, but it's, it, it's our job as business owners to create order out of chaos. It's our job as business owners to simplify a complicated process so that we can scale. It's our job as business owners to take what is fuzzy and make it tangible to take what is not digestible and make it edible. You, that's your job. You want to make it so that you can have a system for efficiency, a system for scale, a system for delegating. And you can't do that if you have some sort of ego, some sort of chip on your shoulder. And we all do as owners. Like there's a level of, hey, and I, I have it too. Like sometimes in... Like, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, shoot, you're here because nobody's got the balls like you do to be here. And then I got to check myself because that's pretty dangerous territory. <laughs> that's what I want to make sure you don't have on your shoulder whenever you're delegating, right? Because it's going to be unhealthy. And the result is going to be frustration. And the result is going to be your team not being able to fulfill the task that you told yourself was not a high priority for you anyways, or not the most important thing for you to be doing. Number five, last one, establish feedback loops, guys. Trust, but verify. Something my, my father-in-law, Brett Reek, always says, a feedback loop is simply a way for you to check in on the progress of whatever task you delegated. So this is not a time for you to like step in and take over the project again or simply tell them everything that they're doing wrong again. A feedback loop just allows you to focus on high-level priorities as an owner while also keeping just like your finger on the pulse of what's going on, of all the layers of leadership and things that you have going on in the company. And so here's what I do, just a quick tip on feedback loops. Because in the beginning, I was like, Shoot, I got like, to figure out what kind of feedback I want from Tiago. 
I got to figure out what kind of feedback I want from Sean. But then I realized, like, if I just picture myself stranded somewhere, like, I'm either, like, downtown, gridlocked, and then all of a sudden, something happens, and I got to quarantine, and I still have to run my business while in quarantine. I still have to run my business while isolated on an island. What would I need to know in order to have my business run? And what would I need to know to figure out, is it healthy, is it unhealthy, what are the solutions to those unhealthy problems? What key topics, info, data, and metrics would I want to know? Now, those of you guys who um, are like Zach are going to be very naturally bent towards the data, the metrics, the spreadsheets. That's great. Obviously, that is super, super important. But it's also only part of the picture. So make sure that you are crafting questions and feedback that also gives you information on your team. What is the tone and tenor between the team right now? How is the relationship between GM and the newest guy? What's the tone between friends? You know, we have a lot of that at our company right now. Like what, hey, tell me about how, how are these three people doing? What's the reaction in the room when, when Sean's speaking? What's the reaction in the room during rainy days? Hey, what, what is it like when well, there's a change in schedule? When, when everybody's down and negative, tell me what that looks like. Like those are the questions during a feedback loop meeting that I'm getting. Now, obviously, so we get it set up where Fridays I'll get a feedback loop from our GM, our GM in training, and then a new role that we have in marketing and sales. And so I get feedback loops from that. I'm also now establishing a feedback loop with Chase Adia for the content creation. And so that is just, hey, it's sent to me in a text message. Sometimes they'll type it up on a Word doc, still screenshot it and send it to me. And so that's great. But these feedback loop meetings, they're a time where you can go over those, probe and ask questions, go over highlights. It's also a time for you to ask some of those relational IQ questions. Okay. All right, guys, here's what I want to do for you. If this was helpful, we actually have um, an entire free PDF resource um, that outlines a lot of what we just went over. Um, and it actually gives you even more resources. It talks about the three truths about delegation. And then it talks about the five principles that we just went over, how to delegate more effectively. And then at the end, I just outlined kind of a delegation progress chart of what is healthy and what's unhealthy. It's, it's funny, sometimes you'll listen to an entire podcast and then it doesn't really come full circle until you see it laid out in, in a plain, simple chart. Sometimes a simple chart, you can insert yourself, insert a story from your head into the chart and it just makes sense. So hopefully that you take advantage of this resource. It's lawncareleaders.com forward slash delegation lawncareleaders.com forward slash delegation. It will be in the show notes. We've done free PDFs before and sounds like you guys are getting a lot of value out of them. So we want to continue to do those. Um, if you miss the other free PDFs, we've got one that is on pricing. So just forward slash pricing. And the other one is hiring and growing your team. So lawncareleaders.com forward slash hiring. Hope you guys have enjoyed this episode on delegation. Just remember, this is the simple fact. If you want to grow and scale, 
And our mission is to get you to stop working a job, start owning a business and enjoy having a life, right? So if you're going to stop working a job and move to owning a business, you are the bottleneck. And so how do you put layers under you? How do you delegate properly? That's the only way that you can scale. So make sure you lean into this and uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Tune in later this week uh, when Zachary Dean, the People CFO, joins us on uh, another growth segment of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Yo, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys and we would really appreciate you leaving a review. It would mean a lot to us. Take care and God bless.